Oh, greetings, my fellow Mighty Mandos. Mavar Tegar. Welcome to another exciting, action-packed episode of Mando Vision, our fifth episode, and our first news-centric episode, for the record. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Um, if you guys have listened to the show before, you know that typically we've been revisiting season one of The Mandalorian. But today is is is, is the chance for our 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 little our new little Star Wars podcast to break out and and do something new and exciting because uh, there's there's big Star Wars news afoot, and we're gonna have a guest on the show to join us today. We're gonna discuss uh, we're gonna discuss the John Boyega news, the Disney, the the Daisy Ridley news, the Hunted CG short for Star Wars Squadrons that came out earlier this week, and of course we're gonna talk about the trailer for the recently. Well, the recently released trailer for season two of The Mandalorian. So I'm really excited to get into this stuff. Uh, this is an episode that's going to be a little bit more uh, more in line with what the show is going to be moving forward. You know, I thought it was important to kind of get those review episodes out for season one. And, and we just dropped season four's, or I'm sorry, episode four of season one, chapter four, if you will, Sanctuary. We just dropped that re- revisited review today. And uh, it seemed like a good point to get into the news because we're at the halfway point of season one. And why not have a news episode? Why not talk about that amazing new trailer that just came out? But before we get into the back half of season one and we, and we finish things up and we start doing more shows that are news-based and, and uh, based on what we want to see before season two starts and then getting into brand new reviews of season two as those episodes are coming out, as those shows are dropping on Disney+. Plus. It's it's gonna be an exciting time. It's always an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, it's even an even more exciting time to be a fan of the Mandalore, like we are, like all of us listening are. If you're a Buckethead, now is the time to to rise up. This is our moment. We've been waiting for this for a long, long time. Those Jedi and Sith people, they take all the attention, they take all the love, but the Mandalore, we know what it's about. The Mandalorians are strong. That being said, we were uh, graced by the presence of uh, the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader, in the opening of our show today. Uh, so thank you to uh, Lord Vader for joining us for a very fine meal in Cloud City. All right. So if you're hearing beeping behind me, it's because yet again, I cannot record this podcast without there being massive construction on the road outside my window. So thank you to the city of San Diego for, for blessing me with this for three weeks. Three weeks unbelievable anyways so let's let's kind of talk about some stuff here let's get the news let's get this partic- the particulars out of the way we're on social media do you guys know that did everyone know that follow us on social media at mando underscore vision on twitter and instagram if you want to email the show if you want to want to write want to, want to write a diatribe for me to read uh, you can do so at tomcastpopcast at gmail.com and i'll read it there if you'd like to do anything else, well, hit me up and we'll talk about it. There is a Patreon, but we don't have to worry about Patreon right now. Don't worry about it. This is a new show. This is kind of like the test. The, this episode here is kind of the one of what, what, I, what I want to put forward for, for everyone to to kind of see what this show is going to be about. So we're, we're going to be joined by a guest, a good friend of mine, a co-host of the Come on, it's still good podcast. Uh, Mr. Reagan will be joining me very shortly. And Reagan, for anyone who is new to the show, new to the Tomcast podcast, if you haven't heard us before, I've known Reagan for 20 plus years. Uh, we're insanely tight, and we are, he, uh, he's my vote. 
we are we are Mandalorian brothers. Uh, we read all those all those uh, Karen Travis books together, and uh, uh, yeah, we're fans of the Fett. Who we know is not a Mandalorian. We know that, but I'm just saying that's what started it for all of us, isn't it? Isn't that what all got us here was Boba Fett? Then we all get kicked in the head and told that he's not a Mandalorian. That's for another show, though. All right. So we're going to link up with Reagan, and we are going to get into some big-time Star Wars news. So strap on your bucket and get ready. It's going to be a great show. All right. Here we go. Please lower your blaster. Have them lower theirs first. We have you four to one. I like those odds. All right. Joining me now via the Skype. We are joined by the by the host, the undefeated host of Come On, It's Still Good, right. a movie podcast uh, that is filled with nostalgia and good times. This is Reagan. Reagan, how are you? I'm good, my friend. Thanks for having me back. You have your title still belt undefeated. on. Still undefeated. Always. You guys, still undefeated. You guys just dropped the episode uh, where you went back and revisited Can't Hardly, hardly Can't Hardly Wait. And uh, that was a that, that was a listening experience for me at least. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, if that music, movie didn't have such a good soundtrack, I don't know if I'd be undefeated anymore. <laughs> but that soundtrack takes me back to a simpler time in life. Sure, sure. I I, yeah. I listened to the episode, and when you said that, I I, I distinctly had a memory. Like I flashed back. And I don't know if, I don't know if it was 98 99 somewhere around there when, when all of us as a group came out of seeing uh, American Pie 2 and I'm pretty sure I looked at you and I said every song in that movie is in a CD in my car. <laughs> and, yeah. Was that 2 or 1? It, it was definitely in 2, mostly in 1. Th- those yeah. soundtracks were very I, much I remember you talking <laughs> about seeing you went and saw 1 I think with Mark yeah, we we got invited and my, talk my, about how pumped you were for this band called Blink One Eighty Two. My my brother and I got to go to like a like a test screening of of the first American Pie movie. <laughs> but I think uh, in Mass as a, as a group of friends, we all went and saw two together, like like opening weekend sure, or whatever. How could that go wrong? How could that go wrong? You know, everyone was in love with Tara Reid. Like, what could you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean. You know, wait till the Van Wilder episode of my podcast. Ooh, ooh! I, I actually, I can't. Uh, I can't. But listen, we're here. We're here. We're doing double duty today. We're we're recording for both the Tomcast podcast and Mandovision. That's right. I First mean, guest on Mandovision. Very excited about it. Right. I mean, well, I mean, you are my 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 vote, my bucket brother. Oh, you get it. Well, thank you. I don't. <laughs> I've missed that timeline so badly. Oh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But listen, huh. we we well, let's get to the big thing that happened earlier this week, my friend. The 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 trailer for season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, holy jeez, was that good? <laughs> and it's coming up soon. I don't have to wait that long for it. No, it's gonna. They be throw a lot at you really fast. They sure do. They sure do. <laughs> and it's not even like a long trailer. It's 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 like maybe a minute, two right, two oh, tops. I was gonna say like two minutes, maybe. Yeah, and but you get like so many like fun little glimpses of things, and uh, it's it's such a wonderful uh, showcase of just how much that Star Wars that this corner of the Star Wars galaxy is uh is is expanding. You know, you you know you. 
it, we're, we're, it seems to be we're, we're staying a little bit with uh, with George Lucas's formula of like one planet, one ecosystem. Because we have a water planet, we get to see them on a boat. We get to go mm-hmm. to like a gladiator planet with Gamorrean guards fighting against uh, against uh, Zabrex. You know the Darth Maul people. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I, I, I love the Darth Maul people. You're, you are seen them outside of what? Uh, was that Clone Wars? Yeah. Not, Darth Maul not, and his brother. Yeah, not often out of Dar- outside of that, yeah. And then, what what, what are even, the witches called? Or the sisters? The Dathomir Night Sisters? Yeah, the Night Sisters. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. a while since I've watched the Clone I should go back and watch all the Clone Wars again. They, they, it definitely feels like they're going to start tying a lot of that stuff together. Uh, you know, we we, yeah. we see we see uh, our our mighty Mandalorian and Baby Yoda on on a snowy planet, which is possibly Ilum Ilum, from you know which, which we saw in Fallen Order, the video game. You know, legendary home of the Jedi at one point. Which one's Fallen Order? Is that the, the video game? The you you, you fucking out? never played it, did you? No, that's why I was like, is that the one with the? The Joker from Gotham. Yes, that's the one with Joker from Gotham. Yeah. I forgot you never fucking played that game. I, I will. I, you know, it'll come to Game Pass eventually, and I'll be all over that shit. No, it's just a rumor. No one knows for sure if it's actually Ilum or Ilum, however, you, however it's actually pronounced. Yeah. Uh, but it does sort of, kind of, look like what we saw in the video game. I mean, why doesn't he just go to like Yavin Four? Not important, Yavin Four. Come on. Doesn't Luke build it? Oh, that's old. That's old. That's old canon. That, that's old that shit. Count. You see, you knew exactly where I was going. I had to stop myself. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. He doesn't build a Jedi temple there. Yeah, for for anyone listening, like Re- like Reagan is in the same old continuity that I am, and you kind of jump ship <laughs> after they rebooted the continuity. You're like, I'm out. Fuck it. It was getting so bogged down, man. Oh sure, but I, you, know, like, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even want the clean slate. That you're like, nah, I'm good. For the right, I have a Zon book. <laughs> in there that I got three years ago for Christmas that I will open one day but I'm so I, I tell you it's like the heroin addict finding his old stash bag and he's just slowly <laughs> unzipping it like that's what I feel when I try and open that book because man that was an addiction for a while we'd be like oh man that new Star Wars that new Stackpole came out today we gotta go rock it oh man Stackpole books. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I know. That's a deep cut right there. He hasn't cut. read Star Wars in a long time. Ooh. Those his old X Wing series and he's doing those uh what was it? It was part of that uh that one series, right? He Which... did he wrote the Vong like one book in the Vong he series. The Vong, that yeah. was the last one he did when he took Corn Horn and he went home with him. <laughs> <laughs> right? He was like, No one's gonna use this character anymore. Yeah, I'm you're out. Right. You're right. Yeah, because he did that, the X-Wing books, and then the the I-Jedi, and then he went to the Vong and finished, kind of yeah. finished the arc. Oh, I-Jedi was a good book, too, man. Yeah. But again, old canon that no one cares about except us. <sighs> no, I was listening to another podcast that you refused to listen to. That I refused to listen to? Okay. You, it's We fought about one of the guys on there. Your wife would be into it. <laughs> and they were talking about Star Wars? Aren't they supposed to talk about their own fucking show? Did, <laughs> they talk – or one of them talks about – because he's in a Star Wars show, but he also talks about Star Wars nonstop. But he was talking about his hatred of the Yuuzh Vong today. <laughs> and I was like, get fucked, man. Nam Anor was the shit. Yeah, that was your boy. Oh, man. It was so cool. 
I mean, did it get played out? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we needed a 19 book series with the Uzan Vong. No, but uh, uh, I thought I enjoyed most of it. I think the, the, it really dragged at the middle, and then it like I wish they had more of a plan other than just let's kill Chewbacca and see where it goes from there. Sure. We're, I liked it when they were just murdering like main characters all over the place. <laughs> we are a little off topic from the Mandalorian trailer, just for the record. <laughs> are we? Wait, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I mean, we're in Star Wars still. <laughs> I mean, we, we were talking about Gamorrean guards and Zabriks, <laughs> that yeah, the know. Mandalorian's beaten up. We're talking about Ilum. Uh, 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 who is? Uh, remind me the 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 wrestler's name who is in the, the series this season. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. I kept wanting to call her. Uh, um, I don't know, other banks from fucking Freshman's of Bel-Air. <laughs> Uncle Phil? <laughs> no, what's the, what's the one daughter's name? Uh, oh, that's going to murder me. It's uh, Hillary. Hillary. Hillary Banks. Thank you. I, wanted to, I kept wanting to call her Hillary Banks. And then Ashley, I think, was the younger daughter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> knowledge right there. Yeah, uh, so just like a, so like a glimpse of her as, as like a mysterious character. We don't know who or what she is. She's wearing a black cloak. Oh. Disappears. You haven't been reading the internet, huh? I try not to read the internet. I, I know there's a lot of theories that she's like Sabine Wren. That's right. I, I, I was all there. As soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, she'd be about the right age. I, I would it's be curious. She is th- Mandalorian. Katie Stackoff's in this season. Yeah. Hey, it's entirely possible. Entirely possible. I, I'll be curious. I, I'm... I don't, I don't, with the, with this show, I don't want to read too much because I really enjoy just uh, watching it and processing it all as it happens. So I, I hadn't even kind of forgotten that she was on the casting sheet, you know, and, and it, until you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's I right, no Katie idea. Sackoff is in this season of the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I read some stuff like about like Captain Rex might be in this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've come across that a little bit too. But but we also oh. we we didn't get a glimpse of Timothy Oliphant as his is in his nope. Mandalorian character, uh, who is a, apparently rocking around in Boba Fett's armor. If if rumors are to be I true, I can't see that in a trailer. I'll lose my mind. Yeah, they no, gotta I, hide that for me as long as they can. I I, I think you're right about that because I don't think I'd be able to go to work anymore. Like I would just be like, yeah. just like I have to watch this every second of every day of my life. Yeah, I'd, be like, I'd call my boss and be like, look, I'm gonna need a minute. I'm just gonna watch the Mandalorian trailer. On repeat for like a day. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, as if you and I are not already big enough Timothy Oliphant fans, uh, but to see him decked out in Mandalorian gear would probably just like send our our hearts all a flutter. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, love him. Yeah, love I, him. It, it, it's hard to say too much about this trailer because it is. I mean, it's mostly visuals. There's a snippet of actual dialogue. The voiceover is from the final episode of season one. Where they're talking about the the Mandalore versus the Jedi sorcerer wizard people, you know, in yeah. in, in our in our mighty Mandalorian, uh, you know, saying you want me to take him to a bunch of wizard enemy sorcerers? I don't think so. Yep, <laughs> it'll be fine. It's it'll fine. be fine. But that is the way. That yeah. is the way. That's all that matters. Uh, but that, like, when 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 that part is going, like, you know, you got to find the the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then you see Sasha Banks. At first, I thought it was Rosario Dawson. I that was my first uh, thought as well. And, I when like, I first and then it. I looked. I was like, I don't even like it because it, it's so quick. And then I just happened to be on the internet and saw Sasha Banks tweeted about it. <laughs> and I was like, 
why is Sasha Banks tweeting about the Mandalorian? I guess she's a big fan. And I was like, oh, oh, Sasha Banks in the trailer. That's awesome. Well, you know, I had the same thought because like she kind of had a Rosario Dawson esque mm-hmm. look with the hood on. I mean, you can't see a lot of the features. It's a very quick yeah. glimpse, but she definitely didn't look like Ahsoka, which is the rumor for Rosario's as she's playing Ahsoka. Yeah. So I was like, well, that can't be right unless they're doing something crazy. Yeah, I, and we, and, you know, maybe they could be. Like I said, the, the biggest, the best thing about The Mandalorian was like how secretive it was in that first season. Like, we didn't know what was coming. It was awesome. No. None of us had any fucking clue that Baby Yoda was showing up in the first episode. No, not until, like, you see it's a, a little uh, baby carriage and you're like, oh, they said it was 50. Yeah, but did you still expect to see Yoda inside of it? <laughs> no, no. And then I would the, love to be like, yeah, I called that. No, no, you you didn't. No one called that. The hood drops back, and you see the ears, and and you do the same thing that the rest of the world did, which is like, oh my fucking god, it's a little baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And all of our hearts were instantly captured. <laughs> I, I now have the cereal. I'm with you. I also have forty seven. Baby Yoda Funko Pop dolls that all look the same. I, I don't even know what's going on in here. Yeah. They're all are they over at my, least pose different. <laughs> I can see slightly, are they slightly different poses. Or very slightly. Why are there so many? <laughs> very slightly different poses. They're often holding okay. different at- items. <laughs> like in the, like one holds a bowl of bone broth, and one has yeah, the, like the little right. knob, and one the has... little ball. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I have a problem, Reagan. I'm sorry. Oh, this is also why now I now have a Mandalorian star slash Star Wars podcast. Well, sorry, I, I, was, I was out at Target with my wife this week, and go ahead, judge me. Yeah, we were doing some grocery shopping. <laughs> well, your brother I will judge and, you. I don't need to. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, guys got to get some groceries once in a while. <laughs> but I stopped at the Funkos to see if they had any Baby Yodas you might not have had. <laughs> and I was like, I'll send them a picture, and I'll be like, I'll hold them hostage when you finally come back east. I'm or I'll see, set them on fire. I'm trying to see if one's in, in arm's distance from me, but there's <laughs> there's not at the moment. I think I, I think I set them all up behind me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to kind of talk too much about the trailer because it's just uh, like quick hits of ba 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 ba, just awesome imagery. The killer voiceover. This is the way at the end, and I mean, and we're excited. And you you know you do what you did and what I did, and when you, and you kind of. Re- go back through that casting information where you're like, oh yeah, Katie Sackhoff and, and you know, you have Rosario Dawson and this is going to be amazing. And, and you just kind of realize like what, what the, the tiniest taste is all we got. <laughs> and I'm so okay tiny. with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for the season. Thank it, it's, a, it's six weeks. Yeah. Not far, not far at all. It's going to be great. Yeah. So so I got what four more boys weeks, and then I'm gonna have two dead spot weeks, where it's very sad. Archer's and back. Then... You'll be fine. Uh-huh. That's only thirty minutes once a week, <laughs> man. We'll find something for you. Don't worry. I'm gonna be watching a lot of horror movies. I'm sorry. All right, don't worry about it. All right, hang on a second. We'll be right back with right. Reagan. If you're listening to Mandovision, otherwise. I'll see you in a second. <laughs> All right, Reagan, we're back. We're doing more Star Wars talk because so much more has happened other than the amazing Star Wars 
Mandalorian season two trailer, uh, you 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 got a chance to sit down and watch uh, Hunted very recently. Yes, right before we did the show. Uh, That's right. The 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 CG animated uh, uh, little little short that the that the uh, electronic excuse me electronic arts released uh, prior to the Star Wars Squadron game coming out on the third of October. How would you think? I thought it looked uh, amazing, and I assume this is just going to be the opening to the game. I don't know, because I, I, I. You think they? Well, I, I I thought it was going to be a cutscene before the game starts. I think this is just to make sure we buy the damn thing. <laughs> it's a Star Wars video game. They don't need that. I kind of think they do. Uh, I, I because I was really excited about the fact that uh, this this animated short in particular follows an Imperial pilot in a Tie Fighter. And, uh, and and it kind of shows the other side of the war, which is something we, we don't see a, a ton of in, in a lot of Star uh, Wars stuff. A little in Battlefront 2. I don't bit know if Battle... you played that. Like, no, a little bit in A there. lot of people sure. hate on it. I enjoyed it for but, what it was. I mean, I, I, I you couldn't help watching the Hunted uh, short and, and not thinking that the Rebel pilot's a bit of a dickbag. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is he hunting or like why is he going into the trash pile? They've obviously already defeated the Empire. One TIE fighter is not a threat to anything. Right, right, right. And he's like, War's over, imp. Just like yeah, unnecessarily I mean, I... trying to kill this one single man. His his Star Destroyer yeah. left him behind. He's got nowhere to go. <laughs> his yeah. TIE fighter's barely functioning. And this rebel uh pilot is just mercilessly hunting him down like a, like a, like a wounded animal. Yeah. Which it goes against, although were you rooting for the, I was rooting for the empire the whole time because it's a star Wars video game. So immediately I root for the empire. Uh, actually, yes, I, I'm not going to lie with you. I, I, I was the, the trailer struck a specific chord with me because, uh, much like you, I am from the nineties. I played X-Wing and TIE fighter on my, on my computer when I was a kid. And I love them dearly. But so TIE good. Fighter was the game where like you could join the Sith cults and do all that cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I was all in on that shit. I love chasing down Z95 headhunters. Ooh, they're so slow. They're so slow. Can't oh, maneuver in there. You know, we didn't even talk about the X-Wings showing up in, in the Mandalorian trailer. But, I mean, come on. How cool was uh, that? <laughs> yeah. I love being an X-Wing fighter. I do love being an X-Wing fighter. not there to help him. No. You know, we're, we're talking about the Empire in this positive light right now, but I'm not going to lie. I love me an X-Wing fighter. Show me an X-Wing and I'm excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, especially when it's locked in attack position. Yeah. Or and, you get to see it lock well, like and, when the, with the movement. And X-Wing versus the Razor Crest in this new trailer for, for Mandalorian. Yeah. Where it's like even better. You're like, oh, my God, I love the X-Wings, but I love the Mandalorian. No, no, what's going to happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Back to, back to the video game, though. <laughs> I think Mando's going to be all right. I think Mando's going to be okay too. And maybe you'll probably just make the X-Men's crash together. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, I mean, was this a game you were excited about already? I mean, it's been announced since early, I, like early spring, I think. Yeah, I, I watched the the original trailer when it came out. It's like, oh, cool, they're doing like another X-wing type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, yeah, it has honestly dropped the ball with so many Star Wars video games. Sure, sure. Like with the the loot box thing where they got, I think they got sued in Europe over. Ooh yeah. And lost. Like and they can't like I think it's considered gambling now, like loot box and video games and. So, but they they, right. they scaled that back. You might be right. 
but like th- thankfully like because because play to win or pay to win is a terrible terrible way to play a video game yeah i know but I, agreed yeah ea is not the only one like rockstar is notorious for doing it like go play red dead online or grand theft online that's why I don't play online, though. Like, if if it doesn't happen yeah. within the confines of the, of the main game, I don't have much interest in it, and I don't really want to fall for those kind of like, oh, now you have to go online and do this thing. I like, I fell for that uh. with with Mass Effect Three, uh, but mm. it wasn't a pay for thing. It was just like, oh, make, uh. like strengthen your armies by going online and playing the game. You didn't have to buy those packs. Yeah. Like, you could still achieve yeah. your missions. Well. Th- they also had loot boxes in Mass Effect no, they, 3. They did. They did. I, but they, I spent, they, they spent way too much money on some stupid-ass loot before I thought about what I was doing. Well, okay. that, that Okay, you're the dumb guy here in this equation because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, no, it would be like, oh, I want that gun. I'm going to – I'm just going to – I'm going to spend $10 real quick and get 14 loot boxes and see what I get out of it. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a click of a button so you're not really thinking about it. No, I, I I totally understand. I mean, yeah. think of, but think about, it. and obviously that's why it's a big deal nowadays. Because I mean, obviously these games are targeted at a much younger audience that only has access to their parents' credit cards. So, uh-huh. hence the hence the real problem. But overall, I'm excited for the game. I, if if they were just to release Star Wars flight simulator games, I would be insanely happy for the rest of my life. Uh, th- those games were so much fun to me, just flying around in different Star Star Wars ships. Yeah, now that you said it came out October 3rd, I'm like, that's really soon. I might, you know, uh, get it and, listen, <laughs> and, and play it for a whole weekend. It's uh, it's at a very affordable pre-order price of 40 bucks on Amazon right now. Which is a far cry from the 60 that is normally associated with new games. But yeah. also makes well, especially me, it also makes me weary titles. that it's gonna be a, a not great game or like maybe two or three hours of content and then I gotta like download a bunch of shit. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be DLC, but as long as like I hope they put the feature where I can go and play like both sides of like famous Star Wars battles like they used to do for like Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could do the battle for indoor that was my favorite battle to do. I loved it because you started it up and it was just Akbar telling you it's a trap. Oh, it's the only. And you're flying your little A wing. It, it was only, awesome. That was the only fucking game uh, worth buying on the on the GameCube. Yeah, and it was great. <laughs> it's, I, I, I wish those things would come to Switch. N- Nintendo's uh, greatest folly, the GameCube. Uh, owned one. You did, and that's how I played Star I Wars Rogue Squadron <laughs> yeah. on, on your ex, on your GameCube. Oh, what a waste of money, though. I think I only had like Rogue Squadron. I probably had a 2K game, like a 2K football game, when those were a thing. 2K was on GameCube. Uh, probably. I don't think that's right. That's those were what, Sega games. That was the original run of 2K. I mean, come on, man. We got a Dreamcast, and we had 2K on that. 2K, excuse me. 2K football and Dreamcast was like the best thing ever. Barry Sanders was the shit on the original 2K game. Dude, calling calling plays on the little memory card in your controller yeah. so your, your your opponent couldn't see what you're doing that was the best. They had so many good ideas. And then EA fucked everyone by buying the exclusive yeah, rights to the license. NFL. Yeah, and <laughs> now that game apparently is awful. That game's in garbage for six or seven years. Uh, I'm annoyed what they've done to the. You know how much I love a good franchise mode. Yeah. And just how they've shit on franchise mode because they want me to do like this online fantasy football bullshit. Nope. For... Nope. Wait, what are you talking But my, my nephew, who's 10? 
trying oh. to think how old P is. Oh my He's God. so into it. Like, it drives my sister insane. <laughs> well, listen. But that's... Yeah, we, we, but we're we're down another rabbit we're hole. We're down a rabbit this hole. Is Mando. We got we got to get off. We got to get off this because uh, uh, we got a few th- other things to talk about real quick. All right. So yeah, listen, Desi, Desi. We're talking about the Mandalorian, so we should probably announce that. Hey, by the way, Baby Yoda now has some Emmys in his pocket, in his little baby pocket. Yep. They got Emmys for. He's adorable. It, well, I don't think adorable is an award necessarily, but it should be. But they got they got uh, oh, they no. they won uh. In the technical categories, they won Outstanding Cinematography and Outstanding VFX. They won uh, Outstanding Sound Editing, Production Design, and Sound Mixing. And that's just five awards. And that's not even the, the, the main show. The main Emmys are this weekend. Like, Baby Yoda could come home with some serious hardware, buddy. Good. Get, get me, like, 30 seasons. Get me some spinoff shows already. Yeah. The Cara Dune show would be amazing. Love it. Although she got into apparent, like I've read some stuff, like the people trying to get her removed from the show. You know, I, culture's coming after her. I think hardcore. I think, I think John Favreau is going to protect her on that because I think it's bullshit. I don't want to go down I, that I, rabbit hole necessarily, but yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was preparing for this show, you know, waiting in line at the post office today <laughs> and reading all sorts of Mandalorian news. And I, like, I was like, what do people want to get her fired for? Like, And then I started reading, and I was like, okay, she doesn't agree with you, but she's not saying these bad things you say she's saying. <sighs> Don't get her off the show. She's fantastic. Like, yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot more to the story, and I hope that she's talking with, with yeah. Favreau and, and Filoni and, and the Disney people. And like, I, think, I, I think this is getting blown out of proportion, and this is becoming... I think this is a lot of like that that kind of toxic fandom that we talked about a little bit about before. I think mm-hmm. they're coming after her because she's become a prominent member of Star Wars now, and she's a female, and and people aren't down with that necessarily. Uh, For what it was other females coming after her, but it might be fanboys, just like when, um, you know, when when they made John the first black stormtrooper. Well, we're gonna talk about more about that a little bit. I, yeah, we'll get to, and. Uh, I'm just trying to think of all the other shitty things. Uh, uh, what what's the, what's Rose's real name? Mar- Marie Tran. Uh, Maria. Uh, yes, Kel- Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, people just being so shitty to her that she left social media, which is probably the best thing for her to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't like a stupid movie, and as much as I hate that movie. She is not the problem with that movie. No, no, either no. of those two no. movies. I, I, I'm, as far as this, I, mean, I this, guess you can count. She's in the second one. I mean, focusing specifically on, on Gina Carano's situation, yeah. like, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, until someone officially addresses this on on behalf of Disney and the Mandalorian, I am just writing it off to rumors. I'll let them deal with it in house. It's not up to me. Right. I don't know if that's me, me uh, being a little naive or whatever, but uh, I. I I, I think so much stuff gets blown out of proportion nowadays, and, and like you said, can, uh, cancel culture is so predominant. And I'm not necessarily a fan of of, can, of cancel culture. So I'd, I'd rather I'd rather wait till more facts were kind of out there. Yes, I'm 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 fine with it if there are facts to back it up. Mm-hmm. But if I have to dig around to try and figure out what people are talking about, yeah, you know, it's, well, I and, need more. And you, like me, we're we're inherently lazy. Like if it requires more oh. than two or three clicks, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I was clicking around because it's a you know it's the Mandalorian, 
And I was like, I don't want something bad to happen to the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did tease earlier about my Mandalorian news. And if you had heard. Right, right, right. What you got? Did you hear the Mandalorian himself might have been fired during this season? No. There are rumors circling that he did not want to wear the helmet in certain episodes anymore. Pedro Pascal? Yes. That doesn't make any sense. He's barely he, in the suit to begin with. Uh, apparently, he does not like wearing the suit. This 100% speculation right now is just I've read it somewhere. And it. I, well, and, and he went to, to Lucasfilm and um, like he went above the, the showrunners because the showrunners were like, no, you're the Mandalorian. You wear the helmet like we've built it in. That is religion, dum-dum. Like we yeah, I don't know if I buy much of this, honestly. I, I don't buy it either. But they, they were saying, like, that's how that's why Favreau said they're expanding the universe and going on to other characters, because the Mandalorian might die halfway through this season. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've only talked about it a little bit in, in, in previous episodes of, of, of Mandavision, but, uh, I mean, Pedro Pascal's barely on the show. <laughs> he, he does the voiceover stuff. But yeah. it, it's it's uh I forget the the, the act. There's two actors who basically play the Mandalorian on the show, and it's not him. <laughs> so like, he's barely suited up. This rumor sounds like garbage to me. <laughs> I thought it was a fun rumor. One, one of the, I thought one of the, it was bananas because yeah. I was like, when you saw, everyone, hey, anyone who's ever seen Star Wars wants to dress up like the Mandalorian, right? So. It's bananas to me that someone's like, oh, I don't want to wear this awesome T-shaped visor. Right. No, So it, that's why I was called bullshit on it. No, I, I, I read it. I thought it was funny. Like, like, like I, no, I, I totally agree with you. And like I said, it, it's two other actors. One of them is, is like John Wayne's grandson. And then, uh, um, awesome. Gosh, darn, I don't have my fucking notepad next to me. So I, where I had, him, Oh, here it is. <laughs> Hang on. Brendan Wayne, Oh, Brendan Wayne and uh, Latif Crowder. Are the guys who spent like ninety five percent of the time in season one in the Mandalorian costume, you know, Brendan Wayne's doing like the, a lot of the stalking around, walking stuff, and Latif does all the action scenes. Uh, so Pedro is barely in the suit. He he showed up to do ADR and he showed up to talk to the actors so that they could do like cohesive performances together. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, Pedro was announced like way after the show was even done filming. So, I I don't I don't buy into that at all. Uh, and <laughs> if, if we hear it on a, on a trusted media outlet, we will, I'll be happy to talk about it on this podcast, but, uh, for Let's the see. time being, uh, by the way, since we are still talking about the Mandalorian, even though we've gone into yeah. two different topics, <laughs> I should also mention yeah. this season, it's all the, the same. this season of the Mandalorian, by the way, you have two new directors joining the fold. You have Peyton Reed who did Ant-Man one and two and the legendary Robert Rodriguez. How cool is that? I saw the Robert Rodriguez was directing an episode and I was like, if he does it like El Mariachi, right? Right. Where it's this Mando rolling into a town with, with a guitar case full of weapons. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. But like, no, he'll just, hi- he'll just like, instead of the guitar case, it'll be the, the baby carriage <laughs> or he'll have like a little Yoda handle where like he'll be like in a little onesie yeah yeah, yeah. but he'll have him in a handle you know on his back so he can just carry baby yoda around 
No, no, lots of possibilities there. I'm, I'm excited to see that uh, Rodriguez is getting into Star Wars because he's always yeah. been one of my favorites, and he's done uh, some eclectic movies over the years for sure. Yeah. Uh, have you watched The Mexican lately? No. Yeah, it's a good time, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember it being a good time. I'm glad to hear you saying that, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it a couple years ago, but it had been like a deck, you know, since probably you and I went and watched it in Rio or something. Right, when it right. came out. It's probably the last time I watched it. Because at one point I was like, oh, right, Johnny Depp was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he calls someone the anyway, sugar toast or something, to I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got two more things I want to pick your brain about real quick because I know I know you got to get going here shortly. Uh, but two Four, things huh? kind of came up with, with actors from the sequel trilogy. Uh, John Boyega came out and talked about uh, sort of like the negative feelings he had towards the way uh, uh, his character, Finn, was handled uh, specifically in, in parts two and three. And then uh, Daisy Ridley also came out and talked about the sort of uh, confusion about Ray's origins and and kind of how it changed every five minutes or so depending on who was in charge of the movie. What were your thoughts on on, on reading some of these these articles and seeing these stories? Uh, on John's, I I agree because in the Force Awakens, his story is very interesting, and you'd like to know more or see where he's going to go and grow. And he just kind of hangs around in the background, like because he has that great lightsaber. You know, not great. Like he gets his ass kicked, <laughs> but like when he's trying to defend Ray, like that, you know, he, he's trying to have his hero moment, and he gets his ass whooped. And then he he tries to commit suicide in the second one. Like, Does he? He tries to run, he tries to run the ship. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's going out, when he's going like, into the yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm exaggerating. I mean, he's he's gonna die if uh, he's trying to make Rose like the, doesn't. I would say that's so self like more like the noble sacrifice sort of yeah, ish. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is a suicide run. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And I I wish they had done more because I thought his character could have been really interesting. I mean, to it, be fair, like all of the characters I thought got the shaft in the third one. Uh, I I'm okay. not a huge fan of the third one by any means. I I'm not either, but. It's I, I hate the second one so much. I understand. Without, I'm not. I'm not going to argue about. Uh, I'm not going to argue I with know. you about that one on this show. It's for that's, not a, that's, a, that's other. for a different. It, that's for a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I know where you're coming from with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the characters got shortchanged for sure. And, I, absolutely. And Finn and and Rose and and are they're, they're just uh, a tip of the iceberg. But I I thought it was interesting what, what Boyega was saying about how it was. It seemed like it was happening to a lot more often to the characters of of color of not white ethnic ethnicity ethnic Jesus Christ you know what I'm saying I ethnicity I yes gotcha. ethnicity thank you <laughs> good lord I had a beer or yeah, two uh, I mean you can't he's not wrong yeah I agree because like we 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 already we already talked about uh Kelly Marie Tran who how she you know she's a focal point in the second one and just backburnered and, in the third. Yeah, and it, it's because they they have to to shoehorn a dead Leia in there, and I, I love Carrie. I felt like more like they had to shoehorn a dead Palpatine in there. <laughs> to well, me. that too, <laughs> that too. But oh, there's no. so many problems. Like, I wish there was one guy with a singular. Like, if JJ wanted to make three Star Wars movies, JJ should have oversaw three Star Wars movies. Sure. 
yeah, no, not being the rings over. It, it, it was unfortunate, specifically in the case of, of Finn, because it was a character rife with potential for all kinds of really great stuff. And it seemed like in the original draft that Colin Trevorrow submitted for episode, for episode 9, it seemed like Finn mm-hmm. had a really big arc with like leading this kind of like Stormtrooper rebellion uh, that just kind yeah, of like want... fizzled out in, in, in the final product. But yeah, you got to find like a dead body and a snake and heal the snake and, yeah, you know, know, important shit's going on. Let's not talk about that. But um, yeah. no. So, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with John. I'm glad John's talking about these things. And I, I'll support yeah. John Boyega on these things because yeah. it was unfortunate. What? I mean, yeah, I, I don't blame anyone necessarily. There, there's a lot of expectation and a lot of pressure for these movies to be successful. And I, I'm sure JJ was JJ didn't do it to spite Finn as a character or despite John Boyega as a person. But it's just no, no. the way it's handled. It just happened to be that way. It but is. like you could say the same thing about Poe. Yeah, no, Poe, one hundred percent. He he, Poe gets shoehorned into becoming Han Solo, which I'm like, I don't think Poe's ever supposed to be Han Solo. But they just wanted to also, go for like I, familiar paradigms. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessary at all, and like, I, like as much as I hate the second movie, I wish JJ didn't go backwards to try and retcon as much as he did in the or you know in episode eight try and retcon it in nine now i'd be like no i guess my biggest complaint about the sequel trilogy specifically seven and i'm sorry eight and nine is like don't make me feel like i wasted my time watching these movies but they they both did yeah. <laughs> so i but again we'll, we'll pick those apart more de- more on a more detailed show yeah. by the way i just want to highlight real quick it's... I, i'm drinking sierra nevada's oktoberfest i didn't share that earlier sorry Mm. <laughs> it's delightful. What did you think about Ray, uh, about Diz, uh, Daisy though? Daisy was on with Josh Gad, who I guess is filling in for Jimmy Kimmel. I don't care for Josh Gad much. I don't know about you. Uh, he is hilarious on Avenue Five. I know you haven't watched it yet. No, you've told me about it's Avenue hysterical. Five. Hysterical, like out there. If you're out there listening, watch the Avenue Five. It, Hugh Laurie at his best. Like if you like funny Hugh Laurie, and also dickish Hugh Laurie, you're gonna love this show. Well, like I said, I don't but, care much for for Gad as an actor, but like as an interviewer, yeah. he's actually I think he's a, a quite good interviewer. He's been doing all these like celebrity reunion things during COVID and during the pandemic, getting all these yeah, casts back I, together. I, he and, did the Goonies, right? He did the and, Goonies uh, and the Ghostbusters. He, he's done he's done a ton of them, and I think he's really good at it. Right. Uh, and, and so he had Dizzy on on for for Kimmel and. She basically came out and kind of said what mm-hmm. we all sort of thought. <laughs> like, oh, they didn't really know what they were going to do with Ray from the get-go. It was like she was a Kenobi at one point. Then they were like, oh, yeah, nobody. You're nobody. Then you're a Kenobi again. Or you're a Papatine. Or you're somebody else. Or you're, you know. I don't know. It was hard to kind of – I guess it wasn't surprising is what I'm getting at. Oh, not at all. Like I was like, yeah, it that showed up in the final product. Like I get that. Because it's obvious they didn't know. It it just seems, and again, we we've we've talked a little bit about the toxicity of, of fandom, uh, specifically in regards to Star Wars, but it it seems like the people in charge of Star Wars right now are so fearful of the fans that they're never going to make a good Star Wars thing ever again. Maybe, I mean. I mean, I think that's why. Well, I, I mean, I mean, you I got th- the Mandalorian. Well, as I was gonna say, I think that's why Favreau and Filoni are are so interesting because, like, I don't think Favreau cares w- about that. I think Favreau knows what story he wants to tell, and he's gonna tell it. And Filoni is 
for better, I mean, for lack of a better term, I mean, he's sort of Lucas's protege. Like, he learned firsthand from Lucas what Star Wars is and how it should be distilled and, and, and the white race to look at things from the Star Wars perspective. Uh, uh, so, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to pit Filoni, or, uh, Filoni and Favreau versus Kathleen Kennedy and, and the, the execs at Disney because we we don't want a Star Wars civil war. That's not what you want. Yeah. It's just it, it's interesting. Not. Like I, but I definitely think they should still be doing movies every year. Like December yeah. did not feel right without a Star Wars movie. Well, nothing feels right this year. But yeah, last year. Well, I mean, well, December was before everything shut down <laughs> last year. We still had lives and would go to theaters. Well, I mean, new listeners to the to the to the Mandavision podcast will not be familiar with this, but on the Tomcast podcast, we have been advocating for almost two years that there should have been that Han Solo should have become a series on Disney Plus, and that Darth Vader should become a series on Disney Plus. Absolutely. Um, and it, you don't Lando, have the adventures of Lando Calrissian just writes itself. Well, I was gonna say like the Han Solo show doesn't even have to be about Han Solo. Like it's just like an anthology of kind of like the Star Wars underworld. And in yeah. some episodes have Han, some have Lando, some have the bounty hunters like Boba Fett and IG eighty eight and Dengar. I mean, it could be a whole thing. Like this is what we've been pushing on this show, but no one's listening listening to us, Reagan. Sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> it'd be great. I'm gonna send this episode. Up to Hollywood. We're going to make it happen, Captain. Don't All right. worry. You, you pin it to everybody's door. Well, listen. Make I, them I, listen to it. I'm, I'm keeping you long as it is, but I'm, so I'm going to let you go right now. I can't thank you enough for doing this. For Mandovision. Oh, it's my pleasure. For the TomCast podcast. You are, Reagan, you are the host of the Come On, It's Still Good podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will talk right. to you soon, my friend. All right. Thanks for having me. We'll, we'll, appreciate it no we'll be back we'll be back in touch soon buddy don't worry oh i know we will vote a uh so much fun hey so there it is that's the episode that is our first show with a guest a live actual human being besides me besides tom on mando vision and we were uh reagan from the come on it's still good podcast was was gracious enough to join us and, and have a good time talking about all good things Mandalorian and Star Wars. And, and as, I, as I alluded to at the beginning of the show, uh, Ray and I have known each other for uh, over 20 years now. We are uh, both diehard Star Wars fans together. We've watched the films with each other countless times. We stood in line uh, for Episode 1 together to get our tickets for that, and, and, and for Episode 2 and for Episode 3. <laughs> we did all that. But, uh, you know... In in specifics for as far as the Mandalorian culture goes, uh, we were also we were at we would go from our we had a, we worked together at one point in Bethesda Maryland at a, at a at a law firm there, and we would go on our lunch breaks the day of the new release for the Karen Travis novels or or whatever new Star Wars book was coming out. We would go down to the Barnes and Noble that was a block a block or so away from from our offices. And we would go and pick that up, and very often, and we commuted, so we would sit on the on the metro in D.C. and ride up back up to 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 the Rockville or Trimbook Station, wherever wherever it was we were going, and we would often read our Star Wars books in quiet, in silence, side by side, and then we would discuss it later the next day when we each had read seven or eight more chapters of it, because that was a point in our lives where we could just read books all day long, and no everyone left us alone. Those days are long gone. 
But he is my vote. He is my, my Mandalorian brother, my bucket brother, as it were. And I'm so grateful that he was uh, willing to join me for this episode of MandaVision. But also, you might notice there was a little editing done. There's a big chunk of the conversation that was uh, reserved exclusively for the TomCast podcast. So if you're new to what I do on podcasting, I don't mean to do a little bait and switch. I only had a limited, limited amount of time with Reagan. So we did, we did a big conversation, and I kind of cut it up between podcasts. If you'd like to hear us talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the boys and PlayStation 5, head over to TomCast Podcast. You can get that end of the conversation over there. Otherwise, if you're just here for the Star Wars, you got everything you needed. You got the Mandalorian. You got the uh, the hunted c- uh, cinematic short for the Squadrons game. You got some John Boyega. You got some Daisy Ridley conversation. Uh, a really fun time. And and you know I know we were we were a little rushed at the end there when we were talking about Boyega and, da- and Daisy Ridley stories. Uh, but I think it was pretty clear that we're we're both pretty much on Boyega's side. That he was kind of done dirty to a certain extent. Uh, you know Finn started off as a very prominent character in The Force Awakens, and he kind of loses steam in each subsequent episode, whether it's 8 and 9. Uh, definitely by 9, I mean, he's reduced to, to... I mean, he's barely even tertiary at that point, yeah, which is which is a, a disservice to, to the potential that the Finn character had, and that's unfortunate. And again, you know, something we'll, we'll probably talk about, you know, countless times on Mandovision is the sequel trilogy and, and, and what... What went right? What went wrong? And and I would say that that Finn's arc falls a little flat. And 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 you know you can you can agree or disagree with me. I'm happy to have that conversation on the podcast. And it, like I said, that goes for 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 Poe as well. I mean, obviously, obviously the disservice to Rose Tico is is right on Front Street. But only I guess I guess only if you're in the, in the same perspective as as a lot of us are um, as far as that goes it's hard to say. I'm, I'm trying to kind of walk that, that, that razor's edge between being on one side or the other. But I, you know, I think of as, as a fan of story, you're like, this person was prominent in this and then they're gone in the next. Like you can't help, but wonder like, what the fuck is that about? Anyways, not to get too crazy on that. So this, this was the second episode of Mandovision in one day. We just re-reviewed Chapter 4, Sanctuary. That dropped earlier today. I'm going to drop this tonight. We're having Mandivision 5 out tonight. And then next week, you'll get the review on Chapter 5. Because we're getting to the revisited. And as long as Star Wars news is coming out, which it seems to be happening, this podcast is going to be going full steam ahead with revisited episodes and the news episodes. Uh, And speaking of which, Reagan sent me the link that he was referring to in which it, it claimed that Pedro Pascal quit halfway through the filming of season two and the allegations. Listen, listen, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll come back on this podcast and admit that I'm wrong. But it seemed like a complete clickbait article with, you know, fake quotes from unnamed sources and, and, and not a lot of actual data to support it. You know, I don't know why all of a sudden Pedro Pascal, who again was barely featured in season one, would all of a sudden decide that, hey, I'm wearing this costume and I want I want to be unmasked for all of it. Dude, you were barely you were barely in this. Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder carried your ass for like ninety five percent of the filming of this of the first season. So to me it all it all read as as completely made up clickbait art cl- clickbait article 
and uh, it, it just, there, there, no sources that I thought were valid or believable. If I'm wrong, we'll come back on the podcast and we'll talk about how wrong I was. I got no problem admitting I'm wrong, but in, until I see it on an accredited news source, it's, it's not worth even talking about or speculating. So with that being said, thank you so very much for listening to this episode of Mandovision. This has been number five, but our first news-based episode of Star Wars Talk. Star Wars fan talk, fired up nerdery. This is what we like to do on the show. The fired up nerdery is what I live for. Again, thank you so much for listening. If you're not following us already on social media, do so at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to email me, you can do so at TomCastPopCast at gmail.com, which is the sister podcast of the show, the TomCast Popcast. And uh, if, if if there's anything else you can do for the show, if, you, if you're liking the show you're, and, and you want to spread the word, Make sure you are subscribed to the show, you're liking the show, you're sharing the show with all your friends and family and all your loved ones, and and give us those five-star reviews, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that affects the algorithm. That gets us on more into more eyeballs so they see what we're doing over here, and it gets us more listens, which is always a good thing because we want this audience to grow. Uh, I think we're doing a fun, fun fan-based show. You know, We're not trying to claim to be insiders, and we're not trying to claim, claiming to be a... Uh, 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 Mega, super smart, insightful buttholes. But we're, you know, we're just fans and we're just having a good time. We all strap on the bucket when we can. And uh, that's what this podcast is. This is for it's who, this is who it's for and this is what it's all about. Strapping on that buckets. And as those bucketheads like to say, this is the way. See you soon. Look, uh, there must be some mistake. I can get you more credits. I can bring you in warm. Or I can bring you in cold.